Welcome to European Talks, a podcast by the European Policy Center, a Belgrade-based independent think tank. In this episode, we will speak about Serbia's foreign policy in between the East and the West. Serbia has prioritized EU membership as foreign policy objective, but it also nurtures intensive relations with other global powers. Is Serbia sitting on two or more chairs and is such position sustainable? How can the EU maintain its gravitational force in Serbia? To discuss these issues, our guest today is Luško Lopandić, ambassador and essayist. Mr. Lopandić, welcome to our podcast. Hello. Uh, well, let's start with the, the fact that uh, the policy community from the West uh, is emphasizing or even overemphasizing uh, the growing uh, influence global powers such as China, Russia and maybe Turkey uh, have on Serbia. Are they right in such approach? No, no I, I think they are not right. I, actually, they are having their own perspective and, uh, and uh, uh, this perspective is always made from uh, from national interest. We should, uh, when we speak about Serbian foreign policy, we should uh, we should uh, think about our our own uh, national interest. And first of them, as you know, Serbia is not uh, as any other country because it has a large uh, internal external uh, problem with the, its borders. Actually. It's about Kosovo issue, uh, relations between Belgrade and Pristina, and how to solve it. And our foreign policy for the for big part of it, unfortunately, has been has been uh, influenced since a uh, rather long time by those kind of uh, status, uh, internal status uh, factors. Uh, you, I may re- remember period when uh, there was a struggle about uh, so-called continuity of former Yugoslavia. There, there was another issue between uh, Serbia and Montenegro. And uh, th- this one is the third one in, in, in my career, which ac- actually is connected with those things as uh, borders. Uh, that's why uh, when we also speak about uh, our European integration, we should not forget about this, this issue. On the other side, uh, uh, as uh, foreign relations are concerned, we are part of the so-called Western Balkans, which is one of uh, immediate neighborhoods of uh, or internal um, backyard of, uh, of uh, European Union. It has European Union has uh, two other uh, immediate neighborhoods where it is unfortunately failed miserably. Mm-hmm with this foreign policy. One is in the Eastern Europe, as we know, mm-hmm. full of uh, uh, frozen conflicts and uh, with uh, very difficult and uh, specific relations with Russia. And the, the third one is even worse. It's a uh, Southern Mediterranean part of so-called uh, uh, Mediterranean policy in, in, a, in a time of European Union. Uh, which is uh, uh, again full of, of uh, struggles, uh, wars, and uh, different problems, issues like migrations uh, that we know very well. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're saying that, uh, in fact, these countries know very well how big uh, the Western countries know very well how big the influences of other non-Western global powers, but uh, for their particular national interests, they're representing it in the way they do. Well, I mean, we should not. We, we should be very careful not to 
fall back uh, in trap of of a big conflict. That's that's our primary primary interest. It is obvious that uh, uh, European Union is a kind of a solution. The 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 way that uh, states uh, behave and uh, interplay between them in inside European Union would be good for for us and for the region of Western Balkans. But but as it is uh, difficult to reach one goal, which means membership inside European Union to, uh, without the other one, which means relations between Belgrade and Pristina, then we, uh, in our foreign policy, we should play every kind of, of cards that is on the table. Mm -hmm. I must say also that at this juncture, there is a, a kind of, uh, if you look from uh, a far, far uh, away, if you look to the European Union policies inside, in this uh, subject, Kosovo issue and in Western Balkans, there is, unfortunately, a, 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 a lot of weaknesses. We see for it, there are just few examples. CEFTA agreement, which was some, uh, in the past uh, child of, uh, of influence of European Union in regional affairs, is uh, almost blocked. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Belgrade Pristina, for the time being, has been taken over by Americans, as we know, because of uh, incredible passivity or uh, weakness of European Union that could not solve even uh, most pressing ongoing issues like this story about taxes, Pristina taxes and uh, and uh, crumbling of CEFTA agreement, for example. So in this situation, it is not surprised that uh, we are trying also to find another uh, uh, another stronger stronger support. Either it is in in American administration or support from from Russia or from the others. And what are your expectations of the new uh, high representative for U.S. foreign and security policy with regards to uh, moving forward with the normalization of uh, Belgrade-Pristina relations? Well, we will we will see. Obviously, he is uh, coming and bringing some new energies, or probably also new methods to the to the process. But we will see what what will happen. It will be connected also with the, with the other other uh, serious issues around. Uh, high representative is is uh, overburned by by so many issues that uh, that the question of priorities is one of them. And we saw with the former uh, high representative that, that unfortunately, uh, this Belgrade-Pristina dialogue was not uh, here priority so much. Mm -hmm. uh, and what would you say about the chapter 31, which deals with the external relations of a candidate country and the fact that uh, Serbia is not, let's say, well aligned or uh, aligned in accordance with the expectations of the EU currently with use? foreign and security policy, how big of a burden will that be in Serbia's future accession process? Well, there are two things that we should mention. One is, uh, the one, the one is uh, this problem with, with Kosovo and uh, our need to, to uh, gather so, so much as many as possible of uh, supporters of our position, including Russia. Another thing is uh, unfortunate relations with, between Russia and uh, so 
let's call it West, West in Europe and the West in, in general, especially United States, uh, which is something that is not in our interest in general. So with, with or without Kosovo, uh, it is not in interest of small countries to, you know, to have to see this uh, renewed kind of uh, Cold War and uh, and struggle instead of cooperation between between West and Russia. Mm -hmm. We are in between, uh, and uh, we should behave uh, in our uh, uh, proper long-term interest, which is on one side to move to, to move uh, really in practice towards European Union, to towards membership, but on the other side to try to be a kind of of good good mediator small mediator maybe but to have there are other countries inside you that have a good relations with with mm -hmm. with Russia not least for example Portugal that I know mm -hmm. well and that is very far from from uh, Russian issues but they, they have excellent relations with with, with Russia mm -hmm. uh, this is really, and you, you are right to point out to the chapter 31, because no country uh, in the past had any kind of problem with chapter 31. It was a kind of chapter that was open and closed mo mo even immediately. But in our case, we, it's uh, the chapter that is lagging behind. Uh, I think we still don't have even a screening report mm -hmm. adopted by by uh, member states uh, uh, concerning chapter 31 and uh, this is this will remain uh, unfortunately the the issue as far as those two parallel things uh, are not solved uh, mean, meaning uh, belgrade pristina dialogue and uh, mm -hmm. process uh, of eu membership which would be at least in a kind of uh, 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 middle-term uh, uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mentioned Portugal and there are indeed few EU member states which act sometimes as uh, Russian Trojan horses in the EU. Uh, but uh, how uh, sustainable is uh, such position of Serbia to be on the one hand pursuing EU membership and then again having strong relationships with Russia and other actors. Do you think that Serbia can balance between the two? And does it mean that it sits on several chairs or for you it sits on one chair, but still has the right or let's say legitimacy to yes. have other Well, it's, it's not easy to, to answer uh, how, how strong is, uh, is uh, really support for, for EU membership inside our political elite. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'd have impression that is uh, 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 weakening uh, uh, by by day, but uh, one of reason is again uh, this uh, very long process that took already twenty years and uh, with no uh, real perspective uh, ahead, at least in five years. Because we when we say, oh, this will happen or maybe not happen in ten years or um, even further, then it's not political. Uh, fact for for uh, political elites is something beyond their their uh, horizon. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I think our foreign policy is uh, uh, necessarily should be uh, uh, as flexible as possible, and uh, which would include uh, uh, improvement of our relations to with uh, with the other international actors. But uh, I think we should uh, maybe be more, more fixed on our EU aim. And mm -hmm. this is maybe something that is not uh, 
so much visible because of these uh, internal problems inside European Union and their internal uh, debate. But my thesis is that uh, dynamics inside European Union uh, with Brexit negotiations and with the other things that are going on, like uh, Conference on Future of Europe and uh, next uh, uh, wave of, uh, of elections uh, for European Parliament in 2024 will be uh, will go uh, towards a, a situation that enlargement would be possible in the midterm, which mm -hmm. would me mean in the middle of uh, this uh, decade. Mm -hmm. So Serbia should, uh, from my point of view, uh, aim the, to the policy, especially internal policy that would be ready really to be uh, part of uh, European Union uh, by the middle of this decade, which would then include also a lot of reforms that are missing. Mm -hmm. uh, the current, uh, the, the newly elected president of the European Commission uh, has, uh, in a way, uh, created this notion of um, uh, neologism, or let's say the, the phrase of geopolitical commission as something which uh, flows during these months, and uh, uh, do you see the accession of uh, the Western Balkans in the EU as part of it? Does your, the current uh, leadership of the EU sees uh, the Western Balkan is enlargement predominantly as a security issue and geopolitical issue? Well, I think that they would be com compelled somehow mm -hmm. uh, to, to deal with enlargement in parallel with, with Brexit. Uh, I think the most of energy uh, energies of European Union in the next uh, few years will be taken by again by uh, negotiations about Brexit, and there mm -hmm. will be even more divisions maybe uh, than it happened until now mm -hmm. inside EU. But on the other side, uh, they they should uh, <coughs> at least uh, point to some kind of success, and this uh, this may be the, the enlargement. Mm -hmm. uh, together with the rest of reforms. But I think uh, the, if we are realistic, <coughs> this enlargement will probably be uh, a little bit more specific than previous one with maybe the uh, several phases of enlargement plus plus some uh, some flexible innovative uh, solutions for 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 uh, uh, the first or second stage of, of membership that's that's uh, also mm -hmm. something that i'm mediating more than mm -hmm. than i know mm -hmm. uh, and uh, what do you think uh, should the serbia's uh, citizens and let's say civil society and the political elites do to somehow uh, um, uh, make the EU interlocutors perceive our region and Serbia beyond these security lenses. Well, I think it's not good, it's not bad bad inf uh, fact that uh, our growth is rather steady at this uh, juncture, and hopefully there is no another big uh, economic crisis that may happen because now we hear from these stories about. Uh, about virus that that uh, prices are falling down and uh, uh, God knows what may happen in the next few months. But uh, if we keep uh, economic growth uh, 
And if you don't have a major uh, political, regional political crisis, uh, then then maybe uh, we, we can send some some uh, more positive signals to to Brussels that will mm -hmm. be uh, good. Uh, but we should build uh, even more strategic uh, alliances inside European Union. We mm -hmm. are we we did something with French and we should do more with French. For example, we should continue with with the Germans. We should we should re-engage Italians that are very close and always been uh, interested in the Balkans. But we should also explain more with Poles and with Baltic states uh, mm -hmm. our position and maybe to to get to some more understanding that is now missing. So there is a lot of. Uh, foreign policy to do uh, with regard to the EU member states. And I mm -hmm. think uh, we, we are more, uh, at this juncture, we are more active with the, with those who, who are so-called non-recognizers, but mm -hmm. not so much with the, with the rest. Mm -hmm. You mentioned economic development and coming back to the story of the non-EU influencers in Serbia, do you think that uh, the uh, economic activities of these actors and countries uh, do favor to Serbia's EU integration process or not, broadly speaking? Well, in general, I think it should be welcomed. Uh, all kind of uh, economic uh, involvement in the region is positive uh, because it means uh, more more investments and, uh, and uh, more cooperation. But uh, in general, uh, this, is not, this is not a strategic thing. Uh, uh, Chinese, uh, well, we are too small, I would say, to, to really to influence uh, uh, big, big things. Uh, we know that, that our regional GDP is something like one point something uh, to, uh, with regard to EU or Serbia is something like 0.7% of GDP, so it's very small. But speaking about uh, discussion with society, I think we have, we have really huge and bigger and bigger issues like this uh, migration, both uh, immigration and external emigration uh, of our young people like uh, green policies and and such things there are a lot of things that people would be very much interested to to discuss and we need for example for serbia also some kind of proactive immigration policy and the people should understand that it is, it is maybe it will be necessary if not good to have more indians uh, working here around or pakistanis or i don't know who to work in a in our market. Mm, that's probably something which is also missing in the debates within the EU countries uh, very much. Uh, Mr. Lopendic, is there anything that you would like to add which has not been mentioned during this conversation? Well, I think that it, it is very good to, to discuss and to think about foreign external influences mm -hmm. of our policy. I think also that we should uh, aim at kind of uh, uh, more strategic documents uh, concerning foreign policy. Maybe mm -hmm. this, is, uh, this is one part of our, our uh, activities that are missing. Obviously, uh, <coughs> this is responsibility of official institutions, but I think that uh, think tanks that are invo uh, involved with foreign uh, policies or with EU policies can, uh, can contribute very much uh, in formulating uh, a, a new uh, new policy for new decade. 
And this is something which was one of your messages uh, recently at the event uh, European Policy Center organized on the occasion of uh, uh, representing the results of uh, global go-to think tank rankings where CEP has been ranked as the first uh, think tank, number one think tank in the Western Balkans. Uh, Mr. Lopez, so I congratulate you. Thank you. Uh, I thank you for this uh, conversation and uh, invite our uh, listeners to stay tuned because uh, uh, in the next half of this year, CEP will publish a study which will examine the role and influence of uh, different uh, global powers, non-Western powers in Serbia, such as China, Russia, Turkey and so on. This study will be supported, is supported by Kodrana Denauer Foundation. Uh, thank you again for your conversation. Thank you. Thank you.